welcome to Commagers. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. Katie DeSanto. And today we're looking at the 1980s adventure comedy, The Goonies. But first, as always, we ask the most pressing question of every episode. What are we drinking this episode? Well, last year, Brian, for my 40th birthday, Keenan Laird, our friend Keenan from Pop Paddle, who's a complete goddamn moron <laughs> about... <laughs> About, about many things about whether batman the animated phantasm show is based on a comic book and or a tv show Keenan. which we spent a good we, 25 minutes debating with him via text yeah, which makes us it dumber than he sad, is Keenan. um but he did give me this awesome stormtrooper infinity uh decanter which is uh you know typically when you're at the bottom of your bottle of whiskey you pour a shot or two into here and so this that's not typical that's not a typical. That's what you would do well, with an infinity that, when you yeah. call it an infinity decanter. This that, was that all is news I should get to me. One yeah. like this. So, this is something that other people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and um, well, obviously. <laughs> so me and Brian, we talked about doing this for Avengers when yes. uh, we didn't know the name of the movie was going to be Endgame. We thought it would Game, be no. like in Infinity War Two or something. Yes. Um So we, I started the Infinity decanter i'm sad and, that you didn't make it up to the top yeah i know i didn't i didn't quite make it i think um, that's a lot though yeah it I is mean, a lot a, katie stopped a, I, and not i have not small... bought, bought a bottle of liquor since my birthday last no, year but we are not yet to a year and we're getting down to the last few bottles <laughs> i know so true. jim's turning 41 everyone <laughs> no, that's just restock yeah um add one bottle to what you gave him last so year. i'm See, drinking this cash. out of this i don't know what's uh yeah, oh, so wait, did you take a sip that of it? Is, yeah, it's good. You want to try it? Sure. That is a so for people who just listen, not via Facebook, but listen to the podcast. Yeah. It's a stormtrooper um, crystal drink. skull holder, <laughs> and it's it's massive. It's very cool. It yeah. is. Okay. Keenan Keenan did make a cool. Is that one of the glasses that Keenan gave you along it's with? Very it? interesting. I wouldn't say that it's good. I don't know if I would go with good. It is an interesting combination of all of the. Yeah, there's nothing you can't of, discern anything no. from it. No, it's it's blended. But it's I not, do like I get a little bit of like honey. Yeah, a lot of the burn. It's in the nose. Feel, it's up in my nose. Burn. I'm feeling the burn it's all clean, the way up clear, in the nose. Clean it out there. I would Ooh. at some point I would like to try that. Uh, Katie, what do you have? Uh, I'm double fisting as usual. So <laughs> uh, nobody in the DeSanto house slept very well last night. So I mm. have my house cup coffee, iced coffee. Yes, I love Happening the branding. Here. Katie has a Thank house you. cup coffee hat yep. as well. Representing. Yeah. And just a little uh, iced tea and bourbon. I I have to, <laughs> full disclaimer, I am a few glasses of wine in tonight. So um, I wasn't going to drink your goddamn hat. I wasn't yeah. going Jeez, to drink it. Bourbon. Why not? <laughs> but it feels well, like a not? festive moment. It felt well, thanks it to uh, Beth it, Fallon for the wine. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and this yeah, is yeah. Friday night. We also this had a We were drinking a One Hope. Sonoma mm. County mm. Rosé, oh, which okay. was quite delicious. Well, like I was saying, it's a, this is a special Friday night comedy. Special majors. Friday night so edition. everybody, no reason not to have a cocktail. We've got five people hands. watching on Facebook Live, so we've doubled yeah. our audience. Yeah, yeah, yes. we're, we're killing it. Killing it. So, <laughs> oh, this is going to be good, I can tell already. <laughs> ratings are stellar. I'm I am drinking. I'm already sweating. I am, that it, bourbon is something. Ooh. Ooh, no, 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 why are you going back? Growler. I just want to smell it. Oh, look at it. I'm drinking a growler of <laughs> Shovel Town beer. So this is really thing. going. By the way, Brian. A small, I should add a small one. This is a 32 ounce. By the way. Shovel Town. What? Uh, Katie's shirt made me remember. We might actually have a rivalry again. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Mets Phillies. Yeah. yeah a little bit. 
Yeah. Well, don't worry. Isn't Jay? I think Jacob Degrom's already has elbow issues. So I Mets didn't will, want to bring it up, but yeah. So I think the Mets will. Pro- Last June, the Mets went like two and. 19 i think so we'll talk about it when we get the phillies june. didn't do good in the second half either so no. right so we also have sixers in the playoff yeah but playoffs? Yes. No, the we're NBA. not excited about that okay. about the NBA. so that's gonna last for what like the next two months the guys in the nba don't even care about the nba yeah, that's a shame most of them. some of them it's true. like so, literally 10 percent of well, that league well, cares about playing yeah that's well and the shame. nhl we still have the nhl up oh, here the bruins the, the had bourbon a big just win, keeps so. coming back like it's just like you're also drinking acid this you're different. drinking coffee and bourbon, uh, bourbon and iced tea, right. wine. There's Important a whole questions. thing going on. What's, uh, what are you snacking on today? What's I was snack? eating pretzels Why? before the show because today is National Pretzel national Day. National Pretzel Day. It's like your favorite day of the it year. It is. Pretzels are my favorite food. Mm. I consumed so many Mickey Mouse soft pretzels when oh, I was in Disney World. I had one, ev- I had one every day. We were on the Disney snack plan, uh-huh. uh, meal plan, yeah. which is, I, we, I was at Disney World, Dole which whips. is why we took a week Dole off. Um, yep. Aileen got a Dole Whip and I loved it. I love the Dole Whip. Uh there's more food on that meal plan yeah, than there any human being we could ate every ever. single we, did you oh go to God. france and eat uh, epcot we did go to france that little uh, snack shop we, in the back we got is all sorts hidden. of yeah, cool different types of foods in Cheeses epcot and breads uh, very mm-hmm. delicious breads stuff i got a, uh, i did enjoy i had not been to disney in a long time uh the the drinking of alcohol in disney the beer awesome. with every meal yep. Yep. and good selections of craft beers mm-hmm. that i had never had before from all different places at the meals which mm-hmm. was fantastic uh, mm-hmm. i had texted you guys a picture that looked like i was on the set of 2001 space odyssey yep. nice. because we yep. ate at the garden grill which rotates uh, cool. in epcot through like the, the land land the land uh so i felt like i was on the stanley kubrick set you are proto proto humans proto humans i was some proto humans uh so the vacation fantastic everything but american airlines which can go to hell yeah i I think it's all airlines in general it's sort of like dealing with the cable companies yes i mean well no in particular american airlines i feel like we're in an abusive (laughs) relationship with american airlines like we always have an awful experience but we keep going back that was u.s air no i feel like it's american well, they I think the same thing. US Isn't US Air, Air an offshoot time. of American Airlines? They don't exist anymore. Yeah, American bought them. Okay. But that's well, why good. we that's why most of the Philly airport is American is because yes. it's their hub. Mm-hmm. I would I would fly the Hindenburg before mm. I would go on American Airlines. I'm I would take the Titanic. pondering flying Frontier Air separately and mm. meeting you in New Orleans this summer. Well, Frontier fine. is the only one that is ranked below, I believe, uh, American. <laughs> Oh, maybe it's Spirit. I don't know. <laughs> I would. I, tr- like I would actually. I would actually fly Trump Air. I would no, fly Trump Air, God, which has been defunct, why? I think, for a decade. Oh. Before I would fly American again, mm. I would walk to Florida. Oh. All right. Um, how, Katie? Uh, also on our little hiatus, you were on your trivia show. I was, and Brian. I'm, I'm sure you're sworn to secrecy about the results. Yes. J- just spoiler free. The, how was the experience? I, uh, the experience was amazing. I, I like. I've never been in a lot studio experience we did the whole oh, except like, late night with brian costello of course yes. of yes. course i don't remember the green room um at late night with brian costello we um, had it one time i remember i had a, a rider to my contract when we did the when we were second in the wolf episode i do yeah. remember that yes so 
Um, it felt a little bit more professional, perhaps. We got to meet with the producer. We learned all the ins and outs of like a live game show experience. And it was super cool. The And the host, Richard Curtis, like, I don't know. It was one of those times of like when you meet somebody who is like, you know, a TV personality. Yeah. And you're like, oh, there's a reason that you like you get paid to do this. Like you, you are oh, actually a really yeah, he's talented. a major yeah, it's a individual. major market. This is a legit. No, he's uh, like very talented. <laughs> yeah, and, and like yeah. made like like really good at connecting with you know my students were there and like talking to the audience. He just like he was also one of the finalists for what's it called for the right? Regis job for the yeah. Regis. Oh, job. okay. So yeah. then yeah, so he's, <laughs> he's but, a I mean big Philly's deal. a legit legit yeah. media market no I mean, it was really new york cool. la chicago philly boston yeah you know, i mean he's in the upper tier of but what's cool bry is like he's a tv production teacher at a public high school like yeah, that's his day the, job the, and that's why our our podcast we do for no money yeah. right. because that is right that well is the yeah world except of, i i'm pretty sure like the saturdays doing this trivia show is like the kids college fund like i i think he oh, gets I'm paid sure well is. i'm sure he makes good money yeah uh but so when do we know when it's airing yet nope i don't have the airing date. Uh, they, they pretty much told us it was going to be the season be finale May. yeah they well, said because they oh, said their well, episode was so good um, of course. Also, I'm I may or surprised. may not have gotten a personal email from Richard Curtis that told me that I've got game. So, yeah. would, would Richard Curtis like to be on the program? I will ask. Yes. But I guess that depends on what the program is. <laughs> Are you saying program. that like this is a program? Like you're a 95 <laughs> year old woman? Like I gotta <laughs> watch my programs. It is a program. I am playing to the fans programs. of CBS. If you Any were if CBS you were Latina, you would watch your novellas. <laughs> We were talking about the, re your the revival of uh, JAG on our last episode, oh, remember? Christ, so we I have do. to do that. Uh, okay, quickly, last episode, mm, uh, we on. did Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Mm -hmm. Fact check. Uh, and I did two quick fact checks here. Uh, I used Urban Dictionary. Oh, my. And I looked up the term uh, half virgin mm -hmm. and wide set vagina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You did not Google image search, right? I am search, so right? proud of you. For no, I did not. I just, I just searched them in Urban Dictionary. Mm -hmm. uh, Urban Dictionary claims a half virgin, which is what Rachel McAdams claimed she was. Yeah. Uh, prior to dating, uh, I can't even remember the guy's name in the movie. Yeah. Irrelevant is when you have given or received oral sex but not had actual sex. Okay. It's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and a wide set vagina is a vagina that is really big and can fit two tampons in it at the same time. Now, I did some further research that, um, <laughs> from a truly medical perspective, a Clinical. average vagina is anywhere from two and a half to three centimeters. That's very so small. Tec it's very small. Technically, technically, anything um, above that could hmm. be considered a wide set. I don't vagina. know how much we should go into this. Yeah, let's just leave it there. <laughs> Take it or leave it. <laughs> yep. I just see, those Katie are just is censoring herself. Yes. Those are just the facts. We wanted fact checked and those are the just two facts. Just the facts, ma'am. Just, All just right. the facts. Got it. Uh and and that is it. It is now time for rundown for yeah. our film today, the 80s classic Goonies. Goonies. Yeah. So uh Goonies is a film uh, set in Astoria. Are you sure it's not an animated? Uh, <laughs> it is not cartoon. It is not. Is was it based on a comic? It book is not first. based on a comic book or a, book a TV show, as far as I know. Um, 
I'm sure there were comic books made from Goonies, though. Like Probably. back then, they made every every movie into comic books. Comic books, that's true. Um, so, uh, it's set in Astoria, Portland, or uh, sorry, uh, Oregon. Oregon, yep. Yeah, which and, is a real town. Which they is didn't my even change the name. My, that is the real uh, town. My sister and my my dad were there when Alicia was in the World Series. They uh they got pictures by that rock. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, and basically, it's about a group of friends who are for some reason called the Goonies. We'll get into that because I'm not sure why. Um, and yeah, I don't really know that. It either. seems like everyone I, in the town is losing yes. their house. Well, right. It yes. seems like that's not just their group of friends. The Goondocks. It's, right. Yeah. The Goondock Saints. So it's like folks that live in the Goondocks. Yeah, but we don't know what the Goondocks are. Yeah. That was not described at all. Um, <laughs> there's a lot in this movie that, that goes that they leave to uh, mystery, which is good. Um, and while, you know, it seems like within the next day or two, everyone's house is going to be foreclosed on. Um, and now, can I just add that not only is everybody's house going to be foreclosed on, apparently you have to move out of state. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. No other I homes. felt like that happened real fast. Like, I felt it's like, like we're I to blinked and I missed we, yeah. the whole exposition to that situation. Yeah. Well, uh, there really wasn't much no. expedition. They were going to move in with Let me finish the rundown, guys. I can't. Jim. Let me All finish right. the rundown. All so, right. Uh, and out of nowhere, they discover that uh, the father of... Uh, two of the kids, uh, mm -hmm. who played by Sean Astin and Josh Brolin, uh, is is like a museum coordinator who has or a curator who has a bunch of relics in his attic. One being a map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure that was stored somewhere off the coast. Just so, like, very yeah. conveniently located in their in their in hometown the attic of their house, and they believe, yeah. and and Mikey, from the, the younger the younger brother, believe sixteen hundred. No, the the map was, was from it? the sixteen hundred. Was 1698. it sixteen ninety eight? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. something along those lines. And yeah. He believes that they can go find this treasure, and basically, no one will have to leave Astoria. Mm -hmm. um, and then it, I'm sorry, Kent. Go ahead. Th this is also coinciding with the fact that the Fratellis, a crime family. Oh, I forgot. Has recently a crime family that's broken that? out of county jail. Yeah. County jail. Can we discuss that? Who breaks right, out of? Let's like, start. Is, let's is just start talking about the county jail. Were, was he in jail for counterfeiting? Is that what the I, assumption is? I don't know. Okay. I want to know. So wait, here's why the thing, you would break out of county jail. Like county jail is like you get a Holding speeding place, ticket right? or a DUI or something. They are bringing firearms yeah. and lighting the the Listen, building, well, like maybe, setting a pyrotechnics. You know, thing they so, were to big break out town of jail. game I, in a small I think, town. I think we should just start this episode by me reading my set of notes. For this film, and then as we talk about the movie, I, I would like to make sure this many notes for any movie. I, I haven't, I haven't. This is, <laughs> this like, is I, the most notes he's I am, ever I was taken. surprised he took a note. I, I, I am a note. I am compelled. I've decided to, to step up my game and take notes. Uh, so I'd just like to read some of these because I think it'll kind of give you the idea of where my head was at. I haven't watched this movie in probably. 30 years. 30 years yeah when was the last time is anybody i could not I, recall the no. last time I, I after seen we watched movie. it i admitted that i think i may have never seen okay this movie so before. to go along with this intro there's a suicide in the first minute of the kids movie yeah, yeah. so uh you open on a jail cell where one of the fratelli brothers has hung himself mm -hmm. you quickly find out he's joking but if this is a kids movie you're literally looking at a dead body hanging yeah. By the neck in a jail cell. And, and just to 
verify that when I looked for this at our local library, it is in the children's section. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it is classified it is as a, a children's, a children's film. movie. Yes. Okay. A children's film. Carry on. Uh, so, all right, notes. Suicide in the first minute. Yes. Yes. How did they start looking? For what? Troy basically kills Bran. Wait, 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 wait. Summer wait, restaurant. Okay, no. I'm reading some Why notes. Are you going so you got to explain it. Right, right, they don't right, mean right, anything. Right, okay, okay. All so right, how so did they back. start looking? So uh, this note. Nobody knows. Nobody I knows. Mean, this is like. This movie is totally built for kids. Like, other than the suicide and the dead bodies, which we'll get to. And, and, and the It dicks. was built for kids in and the, the 80s. Dick jokes. Right. And the dick death jokes. was much more of a thing. And the fact that Josh Brolin is attempting to screw Andy in front of the yeah. entire yeah. town and, 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 and children. Their, their desire to, like, hook up with each other trumps all, like, threat of death yeah right like right, it, right. like the fact that they are about to be killed never gets in the way of them making out which is no, very important all. it's very yeah. important and she's down with making out with anyone right anyone she is up for anyone. and if you brother, keep kissing, if you keep father, kissing girls like that anybody. i will yeah. kiss my <laughs> yeah well save friend. that line okay. i want to talk about uh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. okay okay i'm so, sorry there's so much so the they find this treasure map in the attic right after you're kind of Slowly introduced to all the friends <laughs> no, you did not. in the group. Um, <laughs> and all of a sudden, they escape, they leave the house where Brand, Brand the older brother, Josh Brolin Thanos, is watching them. Yes. I mean, his career has really gone down. Is he really watching them? He is using various I, means of building his muscles. Right, right. He's working He's out working all the time. Out in his Could that actually shorts work? over sweatpants attire. The, the, the old school stretchy. Yes. I think yeah. that was only around for like three years he in the 80s. He was doing some sort of like an inclined press. I feel like that press. was the same, almost same role as Bill Pullman in Weird Science. Yes, it's so it close. Actually, I like Brand a lot more. I think he's a good character, though. Um, no, he's not as big And we jerk, should talk but, about this, because when they introduced the friends, I immediately was like, oh, this is where the kids from Stranger, Stranger Things come from, yes. not E.T. This, no, it's absolutely, this is this, absolutely them. This yeah. group of kids in this movie is as good as any group of kids in any movie I've ever seen, mm -hmm. um, including E.T. They are hilarious. They oh, are, I think they're better than E.T. I don't know about that. I, I do. I think there's more well, range. There's in what a they're different doing. tone here. So true. And and I think in E.T. they play it's a little more drama. Except that there is never any true affection shown for Chunk. Just making fun oh, of yeah, his yeah, yeah. weight oh, and but please, that desire is absolutely to always people, be eating. Yeah, but that's true. Yeah, but that's what always people did in the 80s. Come on. There <laughs> but was that's no, what people like, did that, in the 80s. The, the, yes. But the, the relationship between the brothers yes. was genuine. And, and, and it's rare that you would see a movie with what is clearly a, t a high school teenage boy taking care brother? of his brother and i thought that was really sweet and it looks i agree well, the, well the the hug on the porch i yeah. had to stop the skeptic in me because i was like where where when when, when does this does exist that but happen but when it was believable you, when did you as like a high school senior just like straight up give your younger brother like a good all the like, time he was only like two all right that's different that's that's not true he was little he was little. 18 and no, Michael you have a was, similar... Oh, he was pretty... Oh, he was so pretty young. Six. We disagreed over how old the younger kids were in this movie. Yeah, how what, old what do you, age think, they do you were? think they were? Like, what grade, yeah, I Brian? think that's a, that's a great question. Thank I, you. Because um, I got the feeling that Bran and Andy 12? were in high school, right? 
Okay, that's 12, what I said, Bri. 12, 13 years old, maybe? I thought they were sixth grade, sixth or seventh grade. Maybe seventh. Jim was moving for high school. I thought maybe a year older. not in high school. I said they might be going into freshman year or something like that. You said freshman in high school. See, I thought that, and I actually looked up the ages on this because I was really interested. And they spanned a good... Because they do, but I thought... uh, Andy, who I think her is mm-hmm. Carrie Green. I said she the same looks like, thing. She I looks like she could be Josh 15 Brolin years old. Josh is 28 years old, is, making yeah, out with a 14 year old. He was younger than her. They were the same He's age. Than her. They're like within a year of each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, uh, I couldn't believe no, it. No, I, I, my vibe was that they were. So he had just failed his driver's test. So I thought he would maybe be like a junior okay. in high school. That makes sense. And I thought they were like seventh, eighth grade. Okay. You know, somewhere yeah. that just because they had enough of that like when you're in that weird age, your middle school where like they would still think it was cool to go on a treasure hunt. Like they are, that would but so interest they are them. all still baby faced enough. Like not one of them looks like they've hit puberty, which is what yeah, made but have me you think, ever like, seen a picture of a freshman year guy? They're, I mean, they look, they could look, you could, they, Jim, you I, could, I do, I could understand what like, Jim's saying, that, but. You saw the picture of Dave Falcone in my freshman year oh, yearbook. Oh, right. He you looks like he's about eight. You don't need to call him out. <laughs> um, uh, you were pretty baby-faced, too. Right, that's I'm what I'm saying. I'm saying that with that group looking the way they did, especially Sean Astin, um, yes, that it, I agree. It, it skewed them younger. Right. They, yeah, the, I and, thought it was and just still... their, like their whole demeanor. Like they yeah. were not high school well, kids. To 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 kind of piggyback on this conversation, I think the the theme of this movie. Afterwards, I sort of asked Katie, "Do you think they were sort of playing the age of these kids as like the the correct way to kind of live your life versus Andy and Brand and Troy and the older kids?" And there's like this innocence and this 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 like uh, excitement for adventure that I think this whole movie is sort of based around. And again, to talk about the success of Stranger Things, I think that's why that is so endearing as well. Yeah, it's the same idea. Yeah, it's this, this idea is that you have this this point in your life where you you become very aware of what you will be accepted for and not accepted for, and mm-hmm. Prior to that, you are unabashedly yourself, right? And then that eventually gets kind of worn out of you, right? Or yeah, or you become you try to fit in, and uh, yeah, fitting in versus belonging. Fitting. Yeah, we'll have a recommendation on that. So, though I do have to say, I felt like the Andy character, Martha Plimpton character, and Josh Brolin still had enough youth and happiness in them that they weren't like that. Well, I think but that's part of the story. Were, but By it was the way, that they were we, pulled yes, along. Yes, they yes, were like, yes. they were along and for they the got, ride. And then you remembered who they were. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that D-bag Troy is oh, God. the classic, perfect age. It could have been James Spader. Yes. We've got another note. They probably tried to get James Spader and he was his schedule was busy. Right. And they got They didn't have the budget for him. Didn't have the budget for James Spader. What's your note about that? About, uh, him, about, about Troy. Troy is that yeah. he basically tries to kill Bran within yeah. the yes. first ten minutes of the, the movie. The yes. joke there is like, let's throw <laughs> him off a and cliff. And this happens. Right? In, like this, that's you're gonna die. This is a trope that happens in a lot of '80s movies too, which is that um, 
Josh Brolin is sort of emasculated in front of his nemesis, Troy, because he has to ride a little girl's bike to catch up with his brother. Which I, I also love that the way that it's like literally he's holding his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like the way the way that so, we're let me explain. Josh let, me, let me explain what happens. I'm sorry. Because that makes no sense. Okay. So he he's riding the bike, this little bike with training wheels down a hill, and Troy pulls up in his Mustang with Andy. Oh god. And he grabs Brand's arm and holds it to the car and starts driving. Uh, so he's pulling him along in this this uh, little bike with training I'm wheels. Sorry, but, but he's just he's, he's just literally it? holding it's like this. He's holding. Jo and, it's a convertible. And Josh Brolin, who we've seen lifting weights for ninety yeah. percent of his screen time, like never like. Never. Yeah, yeah. I'm Never. not sure punching <laughs> him would be a great yeah, idea. Anything. It's the only thing holding him to the car is is, is this Troy's, little hand. Troy's hand. That's so maybe it. Maybe he liked the so caress of Troy's but hand. You also see the speedometer, which goes over 50 miles an hour. Now, a lot. And the training wheels blow off the training wheels blow off the bike, and then he goes. I think Troy says something like "So long, sucker," and lets go of him, and <laughs> he ramps off. The, the, road. the road, side of the mountain, and down yeah, a cliff. They are and, on a mountain, and you're immediately just kind of like, "Well, he's dead. He's dead. He is because he was going 60 <laughs> miles an hour. A dead child. <laughs> no, by the way, no helmet. You, right. you would oh, be no. ticketed today. No, yeah, no yeah. helmet on the bike. Well, he had a very thick hoodie on. That was like that was like a rocky <laughs> level hoodie. <laughs> oh God, it's so it's so great. Um while we're talking about him yeah the absurd makeouts which we've already made reference I can't. to and i was drawn uh to an issue i had with the notebook our favorite film of the mm -hmm. year so far mm -hmm. in which she is going full-on tongue down the throat of anything that moves thank you brian she is the horniest character we've seen in any movie we, except well... for the maybe uh who uh, but We'll get back to that. The horniest <laughs> character ever. The, and and she's wearing Troy's sweatshirt, just like my issue with the notebook when Rachel McAdams was banging Ryan Gosling for days on end while Don't wearing shame. her Don't engagement shame her. ring. Thank you, Brian. No, you're absolutely right. She shows a we, little bit of sexuality, and you guys are no. It is not about sexuality. <laughs> That's not what it's about. Who know, is who kidding. is that girl in this movie outside of her wanting to be with one of the boys in the movie? Oh, nobody. She, she, she plays no piano. One. I th I think maybe she plays tennis. Is she in a tennis skirt? No, I thought no, she was a cheerleader. Wasn't that yeah, what they do at the beginning? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Do you know she's she was teaching the cheer, old, remember? Do you know that she was the only principal character of the Goonies what does that, that mean? was not in the Cindy Lauper Goonies music video? Really? Yeah, I think Cindy Lauper mm. plays her role as part of oh, that. Oh, gotcha. Mm. She later went on to be in, I think it was later than this, Lucas, right? The the movie Lucas with yes. the football and kid. She, and then she kind of stops doing yeah. film, yeah. Um, so we we held this movie up to the is it the Bechtel test? The Bechtel test. Have about, you ever heard of this, Brian? No. Oh, yes, I have. Right. But so, explain. So the, the there's three points that are that are the Bechtel test. It was um it's named after a cartoonist in the 80s, uh, and she came up with this scale, which is uh, if a movie can pass, and apparently only about 50 percent of movies pass, and the bar is real low. So low. So you have to have two female characters. Uh, talking to each other about something other than a male character. 
And then if you want to well, throw this a movie little, won't pass that one. It does actually, but oh, very, really? barely, very barely. Well, I think where it is is the mom talking to Lupe yeah. about where to pack the stuff. Right, right. And that, I think well, that's it. Like, and then here's there's where also, the clothes are. There is also one with, with Andy and there's Martha. Yeah. Ten second scene. And and the fact is, uh, another point is they sh they have to be named characters. They can't just be like background well, people, you know. Yes. And that's questionable too because it's just like mom, Yeah, so it, and, and apparently if you think about it, <laughs> if only 50 movies, 50% 50 of movies pass that test, it's it pretty, is it's pretty sad. Bleak business but I, I mean I, we were talking we're like so we're in Port portland area oregon yeah. in the 1980s there are apparently no people of color and it's just one there asian one kid. asian well, family that might be legitimate yeah, <laughs> i don't that, know is it i just feel like that's, i, I it, that, that reminds late. me of maine which i yeah. know we like to enjoy oh, going no. to and there are not a lot of minorities in maine. all right I, I maybe I should fact check. Need, it yeah, is the West Coast. Man. That is, what was, what was the racial makeup of Portland, Oregon in the 1980s? Yeah, this I, just felt really. Can white. we discuss the fact that I'm fairly certain that the sets for this film were used with leftover props from Raiders of the Lost Ark? Oh yeah, very mm -hmm. strong. Well, well do you think Steven Spielberg was right? like, I got all these things in a trailer. Oh, sure. If you want to use them, I think that was sort of that was probably the pitch for this movie. Right? Was like we're gonna do kids Indiana Jones. Like that's close to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that had to be the pitch. so. So so Spielberg came up with the story idea. Now, first of all, this is like a hat trick of perfect like movies of the eighties. Yeah, Spielberg came up with the story and produced it. He had Chris Columbus, who obviously did the Harry Potter, Home and Alone, Home Alone, and all that stuff. Write it. Yeah, and had Richard Donner of Superman, Lethal Weapon, and tons of direct it. And I, so, I, I got to give Richard Donner and whoever edited this movie a lot of credit because there is some stuff in this film that seems absolutely kind of weird and imperfect, but just to me plays so well with kids. Like, and, and all the things that the kids are saying to each other and how goofy they are and how there was something very natural about it. I don't. I don't know if anyone, if anyone, you guys felt the same. Well, way. And Except it was for also... Sean Astin's monologue. Well, I was going to say one of the other notes I have is how many times does Sean Astin, Mikey, how many, how many times does he give uh, an inspirational speech with that there's, music theme, Chester Copperpot no theme playing behind him, talking no. to his friends well, like improv'd, that. Improved, by the way. That was all improv. of those. They, well, what they did is he. Um, he would tell Sean Astin the lines before mm -hmm. he didn't want him to memorize it. And then he just said, we're going to roll live on you. You tell what I just said to you. Oh, so very... that actually, when I read that, yeah. I was even more impressed by it. There, there was a few too many monologues, but considering how old he was to be able to deliver those, mm -hmm. but again, something in that line as a amazing. kid, as a kid, I loved this movie and there, and none of the questions that I have now about, um, you know, gaps in like how they started actually looking for the treasure because they go right from that attic to the woods. Oh, yeah. With no, I, like, there's not where this is. There's not one explanation of how they how they decide. No, to and do I that. don't care. I, and I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't even notice that as a kid. The, he said um, editing this was a nightmare uh, <laughs> well, from, a con from a continuity perspective because the kids didn't know how to hit marks. And the thing about like, <laughs> the continuity thing when they film 
is that the, people don't get this. There's tape on the floors when they film all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. So the turns and everything are rehearsed to the level so that when the editor gets it, the continuity is there. He goes, these kids would be eating pizza, drinking Pepsis. We'd have to refill them. They wouldn't know. They'd be chugging them. They like, were probably eating, doing their book it for Pizza Hut. Oh, oh, book it. Loved yeah. book it. Get those stars. Put those, big, those big I red cups. I love my personal cups. pan pizza. Oh, I loved going to book I need to talk hut. about how cute Sean Astin is in this movie and that it, this was clearly his peak. But how, how funny is never it? never got cuter. Uh, but he, but he has played, in our lifetime, he has played some iconic he characters. He is iconic. In our geek culture, super annoying in so many of them. No, Samwise. Okay, all right, you're right. Bob, Rudy. That's more Rudy. recent. Rudy. Rudy's annoying. Rudy is annoying. But I, I, I will really give like you Sam. Rudy, I'll give you Samwise. No, Rudy is an overrated piece of garbage. My uncle went to Notre Dame with him. He knew him. Yeah. Could, I'm sure the him. real Rudy. Oh, oh, I don't know. I was gonna give the real Rudy credit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um. How about what quite possibly is the best scene in the whole film? Chunk getting interrogated okay. by the Fratelli. Chunk? Okay, the this <laughs> might be the best, best scene we've done yet. The character. Yeah. By the way, the, a lot no, of it improved. No. A Chunk, lot of it improved. Chunk's interactions with Sloth, all of them. Oh, so good. All so wait, let, let's spend some time on Chunk because I literally in my next note to was that Chunk carries the whole first half of this movie. <laughs> I think you could argue the whole movie. It's true. There is a portion where he's not involved, though, because they need, the, they need but him, him and Sloth to come. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it it does get weaker And when it comes section. back to Chunk, it's like, now he we're strong st again. He stopped acting. He's I, an entertainment attorney now. I said big to Katie, I looked, he's not Chunky anymore. He, he, no, he's big time. He's a big time entertainment lawyer I now. said to Katie, I and I hoped that you would do the research, Brian. I, I couldn't be bothered, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> that if he improvs well, a notes, lot of this, so it's only it's only took thirty five episodes <laughs> for you to take notes. If he if he improved a lot of his lines, I was going to be so happy. Yes, he did. They yeah. had me laughing more than pretty much anything else. And I will say that's even with Corey Feldman at his peak. Because he's hilarious Corey in this, too. Corey Feldman's oh, yeah. bilingual, again, Oh my unexplained. God. Yes. And his like, facial where, where, expressions. Again, like, the least, like, the most white city, but he's bilingual. Yeah. And hilarious. then we've got props, recent immigrants, props, obviously. But, but what was your favorite chunk line in the, in, in, well, any, the, in all the whole movie? When he ta starts talking about the throw-up, yeah. he's like, that I threw up. And uh, this has a personal uh, place in my heart, because when I was a small child, I was taken to Disney on Ice by my mother, uh -huh. and I threw up on someone <gasps> who was asleep next to me, and my mother just left without waking the Brian, person up. no! <laughs> no! How have we never heard this story? That sounds a lot like something that happened in college, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, that probably did happen in yeah. college as well. But oh uh, that God. line, that line was actually written by Chris Columbus. The part about pushing his sister down the stairs, he made up because he had well, actually done that. You like, know what's funny is like, I think that I don't know. If this is like art imitating art imitating art, but that comes up later in another Corey Feldman movie, which is Stand by Me, where Gordy tells the story of the kid in the pie eating contest mm. to get back at the entire. Uh, all the people that, that made fun of him for being overweight. It's a very similar story about everybody, you know, one person throwing up and everyone yeah. else throwing up, which was written by Stephen King, which was prior to Goonies coming out, but didn't yeah. become a movie until after. So I don't know if after. Richard Donner had, like, heard that story and thought no, it. No, I don't know, Best but line. they keep... 
Best line Which from one? Chunk. So me and Katie both have one. My Which favorite one? one is when the Fratellis are interrogating him and she's talk she's going to put his hand in the blender and he's like, yeah. I want to play the violin. <laughs> 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 My oh, favorite so is when they're on the way out of the cave and Sloth is holding the, the rock up for all of them I to go under it. his legs and that's a super creepy scene. And Chunk says, I love you. You're going to get crushed. <laughs> <laughs> like without, without missing. Uh, well, Sloth goes, I love you, I Chunk. I love you. And he goes, I love you too. You're, You're going to get, get crushed. crushed. And just leaves. <laughs> like, that's I, that's it. It's like, and I'm done with oh, you. so good. Oh Richard Donner God. had to, like, apparently they, he had to put, like, a beach towel on his mouth because he was crying laughing at that scene so much. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to ruin this scene. Here's this kid actor. He's, he's just killing, delivering God. amazing I stuff. I don't and know how the like, fraternity kept the, it together. It was no, incredible. No, he said that he goes. That's how professional they were because how they did that. And Mama Fratelli, who yeah. Knows, oh, yeah. she's a big, big do you know throw this Mama was the last the movie. It, do you know that she had part of her jaw removed after this movie, and that she never really did it. She did throw Mama from the train after this, but her speech was always slurred, and huh. that was kind of it. So this is like the last. Wow film she was able to do um she was great that the relationship between the brothers and her <laughs> there yeah. i didn't drop you not on your appropriate head. for a children's movie but again amazing. yeah again dropping the children on their heads and then just sloth in general like should we spend a minute talking about him well, it's like, hold on, hold on, is he supposed to be a realistic human they the the one brother was laughing at the at the throw of story but he, yes. he kind of like parlayed that right into the scene because he was just like Hey mom, I'm starting to like this kid. Like, yes, <laughs> yeah. No, they did a they did a fantastic job with this movie. But yeah, let's talk um, about Sloth, the the third Fratelli son, who is doesn't look anything like the others. Doesn't look human. He's a deformed. Either, right. Well, and that's I think that's where I struggled with it. Was like everything else in there. I mean, it's a stretch, right? Like the pirates, the map, the, that whole scenario is a stretch yeah but it's a realistic stretch right like the idea well, of like well, but, uh, the, the, how did that pirate ship get into that something cave? that yeah. is Can we discuss in the that? realm of that. there is exposition there, on that Brian. There, there, is it is something in the realm of possibility yeah remember he he uh he caved them in uh, to to stop the uh, I forget whoever was after him for the gold. He perfectly caved it in. He and perfectly like caved it in. He set up a MacGyver esque right, and then they were in there for six years before he killed his whole crew. I think you could expand your brain to consider that as a realistic possibility. Suspend, suspend your disbelief. Yeah. By sloth. the way, I always do that. Sloth. I have no issue with However. that in any film. So sloth, I'm okay oh, with. Jerry, no, Jerry's see, gonna get banned for using SJW. Sorry, buddy. Challenges this. Like sloth is not. I don't know. Sloth is just fun. Uh, the water slide, by the way, was a real water slide, and they would ride it constantly. Well, when they I slide said down to Katie immediately, there has to be a Goonies ride. Somewhere, well, immediately, right? I, I was like, Katie, not. I wished more than anything when I was younger that this thing existed. Yeah. Somewhere they we could go never, ride it. They also, the first time they ever saw the pirate ship is when you see them on camera. Oh Richard my God. Donner banned them from that set. So that's they cool. go down and that's the shot that's of them. That's cool. Looking. The blue water, like when the, when you get glimpses of the water, it looks 
so artificially dyed. Yeah. It is sickeningly blue. Well, like, it was a, I think they were back lot of uh, yeah. wherever, a 20th century maybe. I'm trying to remember. But it who. doesn't look like, oh, that's like the clear water of yeah. the sea. It looks oh, like, no, oh, that's listen. a cesspool Shooting of water, water that they the put way, a ton of There is nothing, in. apparently there's nothing worse than filming in water. I believe because that. Because every, every time they do stops to reset, everybody has to get out be dried off especially in scenes where it goes from like yeah wet dry to wet dry to wet and yeah. stuff like that when they're already wet they can kind of get away with it a little bit but so um, brian i wanted to ask you this because i and i forgot to rewind and check the the version that you watched when i was growing up there was always this there was always this rumor and it's because i think at the end when they're on the beach one of the kids says something like and tell no, them there was an octopus. Tell them about the octopus. And I remember yeah. seeing Never. the version. It you was, saw it? You saw the octopus? Not in this one. But no, I remember I seeing it seen. at some point. Yeah, I remember. It's and, and we'll have to see. Maybe I made this all up in my head. Fact check. But they do say something about, like, you did no, no, you see no, the no. octopus. They filmed it, and it was the, the octopus was so fake looking. Yes, it's they orange. They cut it out. Yes. I want to say and it's they, orange, like, and it has like you this little seen a deleted scene of it or something. And I think it's data sticks a radio in its mouth, and it yes. goes away. Yeah, they oh, had to get rid of it. It sorry. was so so the suspending disbelief also with data. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, it's awesome. The, oh, the on, data falling down the pit, and oh. then the his pinches of power, oh, the chatter yes. teeth. They're oh, pinches was, of what, power. What's, what's unbelievable that, about that? That and the slinky suspending his full body weight. Yeah, <laughs> and then. Somehow, him pulling himself back up. It was the no, they all went dog, down. Uh, oh, it was like the yeah, that was the, the next way. Oh, I missed that. That was the way. Uh, before Data. we're done with the Goonies, can we talk about the most disturbing quote of any film that we have done so far? Please, please when yes. Andy goes to Sean Astin's character, you keep kissing girls oh, the way God. you do. The parts of you that don't work so well are going to catch up to the ones that do. What nope. the fuck? Yeah. What? What? Nope. I actually stopped and rewound no. to write and that quote down. No. What does that mean? Yeah. What? What does that mean? No, thank you. What part? That should have been jail for that, her. Yes, that is. I'm just trying to see. The she's the worst character. She's she's a terrible. That is more disturbing she's... than the monster flood the bathroom sex yeah. scene from shape of water yeah so and that that's my last three notes is andy's the worst character and then thank you to the writers thank for you that. for yeah they did not do a very good job with her character um be, the bankers show up at the beach where the kids are found that's to get fun. the foreclosure paper that signed which fun. i just thought yes. was ridiculous well the other thing is asthma apparently cures itself Yes. If you I find have, treasure, you no longer have asthma. Just like yeah. throws yeah. the inhaler. Oh, in by the way, like, I don't need this anymore. Two, the, all right, two two other things. They never say the word. I don't think they say the word treasure in this entire movie. Oh, the, Why the, do they the keep saying stuff. the rich stuff? <laughs> they keep calling. Hey, maybe we'll find some rich the, stuff. The sons of a historian, a curator. This is a map to the rich stuff. I think the Richard Do or whoever Christopher Columbus wrote that and was like. Let's do something. Let's make a choice here and it's just, so just have weird. them call it rich like, stuff. That's what our kid would is say. Right? Like, like a five-year-old. No, they say pain. loot at it, one right? point. He says it's like loot. Choosing but... to not use Kleenex, right? Like yeah. we can't use the word Kleenex. No, treasure is not trademarked. Yeah, but you it's you would treasure. say tissue. You wouldn't say nose paper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be like yeah. 
Listen, we are messing the, the, the all of this is the irrelevant. Booty, we have a we have riches. a girl making out with a Brian, arguably a twelve year old. I just talking feel like about her how her part his part. What what are they talking Katie's about? Katie's just gonna record a standard saying and you're just gonna rewind and hit play every week. The like the movies that we watch from I don't know, like prior to five years ago, blow me away. With, oh, by the way, I, I do love it. I don't. I, it's, it's socially unacceptable, but I, I would like, continuously I, watch this film. So, like, you make the choice to have two girls be a part of this crew, right? But then, really, their their whole purpose for being yeah. there is just so that one of them can make well, out with someone. And to end our yeah, conversation, the other one can't stand that fact. To be fair, she's a more woke. I guess individual. so, but yeah, she doesn't. Yeah. But they don't really explore that at all. Yeah, like she's, she's Barb just from like, Stranger Things. She is. She is. Which I do. It does, I do have appreciation for Stranger Things. So, so uh, wait, go ahead. I, I the last thing. Um, I don't know how he did it, but I'm pretty sure Jim Parsons invents a time machine at some point, <laughs> thirty years from now. <laughs> Goes back in time to the 80s to play the role of Mikey's dad. Because oh the God, way he guy. delivers a line at the end of this, it was just pure Jim Parsons from uh, Big, Bang. Big Bang. I was like, who is this guy? It's ridiculous. That was pretty funny. And By the way, like Troy him. was wearing tidy whities on the toilet where he's supposed to be taking a dump as yeah. the water shot up. Just and then he's like, aside. daddy. How does Lupe go from being the woman that was hired to like help them pack their clothes to like the woman helping them find their kids well, on the beach? The bankers are coming to help too. <laughs> yes. so I don't know. The bankers are all again. Can we go they're back like, to the fact like that if you need to, for some reason, if you need to sell your home, you have to vacate the state. Yeah, you yep. don't just have to sell your home. You have to leave. But the I feel area like if we were in an emergency scenario yeah like i would ask the woman who i am paying nine dollars an hour to pack our things to come with us nine to, there's no way no, she was at the time she, they weren't paying her anything yeah. they there's they couldn't communicate with her so yeah how are you affording to pay someone to pack your home when you can't when you're afford foreclosing because they're not paying her any but money, here's Brian. the thing i don't think they were being foreclosed i want to do a deep dive into the economics of Goonies, yeah it doesn't make sense i'm not sure that that actually it works. It totally uh, works out. It totally holds up. Is it, it like it, a, it what's, it, what's it called when like, you know, if the state's going to like build a highway? A Jacob's Ladder scenario? No. That no. Is, no that, <laughs> it is called eminent domain. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. No, they were building that's a golf course, well, not a highway. Thought, Who is like, going to the golf is course, the by idea? the way? Because there's not many people oh, in this oh, town. Oh, oh my God. I love this scene where they find all the pipes and, <laughs> and the they're pipes pulling the pipes to like everything and in you, the town. And you can just pull them. <laughs> You could just pull pipes. But, by the way, that's Car also where the treasure is. Yeah, so no, dude, the no, it's stuff, not Brian, it's rich the, rich stuff. Yeah, the, the, why, the people who were putting the pipes didn't see Chester Copperpot's dead skeleton there and say maybe we're on to something? <laughs> they work around that, Brian. Those reunion guys, oh they God. don't pay attention to anything they don't have to. And that, like the mon Sean Astin's not my ninth job. monologue. <laughs> The ninth monologue on. between Sean Astin and the skeleton, yeah, where he's like speaking so earnestly to Chester, to Chester. Oh no, no, to, uh, no, to One-Eyed one Willie. Hey guys, this is really. It gets me right in the heart. Yeah, it was good. It's good. <laughs> she, 
She's his, laughing, his but that's true. Right. She was feeling. Wait, you've been waiting. Did for anybody me? else feel that Sean Astin's character was more aroused meeting One-Eyed Willie than kissing Andy? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he did not give three shits about kissing that girl. No. Because his other parts so weren't working yet. Weird. Yeah, no, I know. Apparently they were in lockdown. Yeah. I'm not sure what, parts aren't what was going on. Was she feeling around? Uh, you know what's funny? You know, know what's funny? You know funny? Well, that's it, a great question. How does she how know that? How does she know that they're not Brian, working? If we if we were to talk about this movie 25 years ago, um, we would have not talked about any of the things that we talked about. No, I, well, and all we would have talked. Well, time out. All Sorry. we would have we would have talked about were the set pieces for the traps and. Because oh, to me, I was obsessed with like the falling rocks and like how they got around all the traps and how cool that was. The piano. The piano is, by the way, the design of that was just freaking pretty cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and well, I was I, obsessed, I should can... say the hardest video game I've ever played is the Goonies video game for Commodore 64. Yeah, I don't it was hard, right? I don't think I ever beat ones. it. Um, no, I never played the second one, but I never beat the first uh, one. I have to come back for a minute to the, like when we're talking about this as a children's movie and mm-hmm. another thing that oh, we the just dead like body. skimmed. Oh, we, we didn't talk about the dead body. We didn't talk about that. Oh, that they the shot in the head the guy. Body. Yep. Didn't talk about that. <laughs> we also didn't talk about the fact that one of the children has been chained in the basement. Oh, Sloth. Sloth is one of their children, right? Like <laughs> he is one of her children and she has been chaining him in the basement oh, I am okay years. with children seeing this movie. I am an advocate of showing yeah. children this And movie. I think I think he... Is it to I tell know. them that their lives are better now? Yeah, I think they'll <laughs> feel better about their lives. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't Again, I think the sense of adventure is what, this for is what kids grasp yes. onto. I, th- I think you actually... And, and re-watching this now, like, I didn't remember what we started this whole conversation right. with with the guy hangings it's so i think that's a lot of that stuff is so over your head yeah that that i don't even think you catch on yeah. to what they're doing there well it, it was fun so, it was a fun movie so i so to me then looking at stranger things like stranger things still has that same like there there's death and there is yeah. like the the threat of but like, it's not it's, danger that's not like, a kid's show that's not a kid's show. You're right. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. But no. But I think but, there's about. No. <laughs> I. It would like, have my, been so in my, the 80s. My, like my eighth graders watch that, and I'm like well, glad about it. The, right? the like, difference I'm like, is that's a great show for you to watch. But but it's funny because I think that show is made for the same people as Goonies was made for. I so agree. like the kid the 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 guys who made that were the same guys that were watching Goonies. Yeah. So like yeah, I, I so I think. That kind of proves Brian's point, I think, is that I think it's an okay movie to watch with an adult. So, I, I because I, I do think that there's a lot of good to it as well. Mm. Maybe not so much for the girls. I don't know. We've, yeah, we <laughs> finished not it so last night. I was like, we're never showing this to our children. For, for boys, we're I think never there's... Never watching now, this granted, I used kids. to watch Commando as a child. Me too. So, yeah. in, in comparison but to this... Like, I don't know. Like I feel like our kids are growing up in such a different world. And we watch so many of these movies that we watched as kids. And we're like, what the heck? I, we can't show this to our kids. I don't know. Yeah. Some it's people different. It, So, I, like, we... We got this movie from the library the other day that was rated PG, right? A Dog's Purpose. And it's PG. So yeah. to me, I'm like, okay, like that's a kid's movie. 
And in it, it says like mild peril, right? Like that's the yeah, thing, yeah. that right, mild peril. I'm like, okay, so like the dog's gonna like almost get hit by a car. I don't know. No, th- like there's like an alcoholic, abusive father. Our kids made it through the first like 15 minutes of the movie and they were like, no, no, thank you. Can we turn this off? Yeah. Hmm. Um, it's just, it's interesting, you know, like I, I don't know. Maybe it's age. Listen, I, I went to the last Fast and the Furious movie and there was like a four-year-old next to me. Yeah. I saw Deadpool the with a 10-month-old. Uh, well, no. Well, that's, they, that's don't ridiculous. Ridiculous. They, they don't but even know what's my, going on. It was 10 p.m. My, uh, my well, eighth okay. graders do uh, interviews you know, with kindergartners. See. Yeah. And we've had quite a few kindergartners tell us that Deadpool is their favorite character. Well, that's mm-hmm. that. Now, that could just be they parents. They could just yeah. hear it. Yeah, they could see the T-shirt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. you know something but like that. Still feels. Well, if they grow up with Ryan Reynolds' sense of humor, I think it's all. It will have all been worth it. <laughs> just let him see Jerry Van Gilligan. Wilder. And we, do we acknowledge Jerry at all? No, I, no, I'm we don't acknowledge him. him. Okay. Well, Jerry's right. We did used to ride our bikes and go places on our own. Jerry that's used true. to break his arm consistently as a child. Mm-hmm. Interesting That's, trivia. He's fact. got those fragile Jerry, bones. I uh, take <laughs> I take a little bit of issue with your use of the word "pussy" uh, in saying that, like, if we're comparing children to women, uh, well, I don't think you are the most woman-like of any of the folks here. So, <laughs> let's talk well. about that. Okay. Uh, let's go on to instant reaction. Yeah. Uh, we have a trailer. We have so much instant reaction here. Yeah. I want to give a minute because I watched both episodes of Game of Thrones. Jim did a fantastic job on the pop addled make. It was like an immediate yeah, emergency pop addled podcast because Keenan screwed up the audio on the uh, Shazam <laughs> movie special. Um, no blame. Tim doesn't get any of the blame. Was Keenan. <laughs> it was all um, uh, Katie and Jim, give us just a minute here. I'm going to step away and talk Game of Thrones and tell us what you Wait, think of episode one. You really haven't two. watched it? No, I have. Oh, okay. But I want to give you guys, because okay. I love Game of Thrones, but I feel like Jim in particular, because he reads the novels, has yeah. a lot more he can give on this. Mm, I did also. Um, than I, did. I do. And you too. <laughs> I have not read the novels. Jerry said it's an unwatchable podcast. <laughs> Uh, his ignorance on watching, watching a podcast. <laughs> he's watching a podcast and he says it's unwatchable. Go listen to it then, buddy. Um, um, all right. So Love thoughts you, on I, thoughts on episode one and two. Uh, and let's do this. Katie, give us thoughts on episode one because Jim is on a podcast where you can listen to Jim's thoughts yep. on episode oh, one. And then Jim, you. give us thoughts on you? episode two. True. Ready? Yeah, Katie. Set. Go. Well, so I think uh, I have spent the last few years and books. <laughs> Brian, fall down. <laughs> <laughs> um, listening to like your excitement at the the notion of the siblings all meeting up again, and. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that we never saw in the books. Yeah, right? I feel like, like it, I've it been never... waiting 15 years for right. that. You, ha- you have. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think like that, the anticipation of that in the first episode was awesome. You know, like like the individual meetings, like seeing them see each other and j- just those flashbacks. You know, I-, I liked the kind of like director's commentary after the episode where they're talking through like looking at Arya in the first season, yeah. watching 
you know, Robert come into to town and then like flipping that and like letting her be the observer who's letting the the kids pass. You know, like yep. so many just really thoughtful choices in episode one. I I feel like, you know, for folks who read the books for like for the true fans, like it, it was really artfully done, like really thoughtful. Yeah, specifically, I think John and Arya meeting again was that was beautiful. the one that was the one pairing that I really wanted to see them again. And and in typical, I know uh, he didn't write these episodes, but in typical J.R. or, or you know, um, George Martin fashion, there's always a bittersweet note to those interactions, yeah. which is, I think, true to life, which is both of those people kind of have their baggage from where they've been for the past couple of years since they've seen each other. Mm -hmm. And while John and Ari are happy and super excited to see each other, John has expectations of like who she is and she is someone totally different. And, you know, yeah. there's that note of like you, you brought outsiders to our home, which is yeah. just, we, well, yeah. and yeah. And I, I also really, I appreciate like who Sansa has, because she, she as a character was one of the characters I struggled with the most uh -huh. in the books. Um, you know, I, I felt like her development was really slow and I was frustrated with her and to see her emerge as such a leader, like so strong, and the relationship between her and Arya develop, where there really wasn't one before, right? Um, that's super fulfilling. Yep. And, and I and I loved the meeting of Danny and John and and uh, Sansa with Arya backing her sister up and being like, "No, like that's she's protecting the kingdom. Yep. Like that's she did the right thing." So good. I should I should just add for people who listen to the podcast, the reason you didn't hear me for that period of time is I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And I almost tripped I almost tripped over. Oh, we heard the, that, dude. It was loud. I almost tripped it was over very the loud. phone wire. It was extremely loud. As I was going to that. Yeah. So you were you just, were not uh it was wrapped fleet around of my foot. No. No, because it was wrapped around my seat. So. I also think we need to just acknowledge Danny's coat. Oh yeah. Oh my God! It was so amazing. Her coat was incredible. Her, the outfits specifically. I think her and Santa look badass yes. this year. Mm. Yes, they both look like they will kill anyone in their way. Yeah, right now. Um, oh, they're and such they great might. characters. So, and then episode two. I will say, the thing I love about episode two is that there's literally not one action piece, not one thing really advanced. There's there's one scene I think that sort of advances the plot. Which is that you kind of know what their plan is for when the White Walkers Finally, get there. You have an idea. Okay. But everything else is character development. And it's all these characters coming together at King's Landing. And Stephen King had a had a a tweet that he put out that was basically like, as a storyteller, the fact that these writers were able to get all the characters that we care about to Winterfell in a natural way, not seem forced and just kill every interaction that those characters have with each other like it is that episode while nothing really happened is i think going to go probably go down as one that we look back on and go oh you remember that one where they were all sitting around the fire and they just mm. kind of you know they're looking for someone to sing um and yeah. pod sings and and like there's inspiration from lord of the rings because i think that scene very much borrows heavily from i think something that that um that Peter Jackson did really well in the Lord of the Rings movies were like those moments before the the battles, yeah. mm. and and sort of what 
that feels like and the impending dread yeah. of like what's coming. I think, and they used a whole episode here, a full hour to kind of set that dread. I don't know if I've seen it done better. Like when, no. I, when I think about movies like that, right? Where like, you know, there is a, like mm-hmm. a, an army coming, right? It's I death. Like Gendry said, it's I, death. Yeah, it's not even it. an army. That, right, exactly. But I'm saying, so like we, just to make that comparison to other, yeah. other kinds of like battle. Helm's Deep right? is the closest one. Like that's the one in Lord of the yeah. Rings in the Two Towers. And that's sort of what I said it, it, to uh, to some people is that it felt like Helm's Deep where like you, this is the last stand. We are pretty sure we're all dead. And so what do we yeah, do with right. our last And moments? that is really strong in, in Yeah, and, and, and has Theoden doing his, oh, for wrath, for ruin, for, yeah, yeah the right, yeah. It's just, uh, and, and what, in, in Lord of the Rings, my favorite quote is that, and, and I think they used a whole episode to kind of in, to embody this quote in Game of Thrones, which is, he says something like, what can men do against such hatred or yeah. something like that? Like, and so like, I think when we get this battle this week, which is apparently 90 minute long battle scene, um, I think this, this episode will will kind of go down as like what set the stakes for that and made us feel the way we do about these characters when the battle comes. And, well, and I think that it, it plays into that, that notion of, you know, like what, what, what does make people ultimately come together. Right. And, mm-hmm. and as a society right now, it's a really interesting storyline for us. Right. When like, as Americans, we are arguably some of the most divided that we've been throughout our history um, that notion of like, wh- what would it take, right? What would it take? Like ultimate death, right? Like, like the, the forces of death are coming, like could everybody band together? And so then the breakaway for the Lannisters becomes like Ugh, extra Lannisters. Inter- but that like, but it's not really so, the Lannisters. So like, that's an important notion. No, 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 you're right. No, but, but I mean, okay, go ahead. It's just that, that the two, the two characters that, that we have sort of, had sympathy for yes and, and not to say we haven't had sympathy for cersei in the past because mm. i think i think specifically in the shame shame era mm-hmm. uh cersei that there was there was some Good moments moments, yeah, moments yeah i mean she has lost all of her children at some point yeah um true. mostly to her own also issues true. reasoning yeah, yeah but i think um you know i think you know with um Tyrion and jamie joining the fight and trying to it's interesting that they're still playing that as like they are the outcasts from the Lannisters rather than they are the Lannisters who are well there's only what three Lannisters left how many Lannisters are left at this point right but so that is a division it's a division and especially for Jamie to divide from Cersei that's a really big deal yeah that's a very big deal and I think that it's an interesting, you know, I, I would love to know like how much I George R. R. Martin is So do I. I think it has to, I, that I has to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, other ends reaction. We're going to save the Star Wars. I really want to talk about the Star Wars trailer, but we're going to save that for our next yeah, episode. That's so we can kind of go into it's it. Not... Uh, Jim and I both saw Endgame. This will only take a second because I, we will not spoil anything. Um for anyone, uh, we were lucky enough both okay. to see it the first night. Keenan posted something. Was that really? Was it a spoiler? Or was he just no? Being a I jerk? was just bust. I was just, just busting yeah, his balls. Oh, okay. 
Um, yeah, he did not. Um, in, just uh, instant reaction, general thoughts. Uh, Miss, general Miss thoughts C. is I. that it's probably... This is early, but I would say it's one of the greatest popcorn movies of all time. Like, easy, oh, uh, yes. e easily. Um, there is a lot of fan service, which... But it's but deserved. They pull it if you off. watch 22 films, <clears throat> I think it, they do it in a good way. And if you at all are interested in comic books, this did not shy away from being a comic book. No. It they, they did the things that a comic book does that makes kids love comic books. Yeah, it was and, awesome. and not worried about what people who don't love comic books are going to say about it. No, I I, so, I thought it was the perfect. I I go as far as saying I I've seen every one, almost I think every one in the theater. Mm -hmm. I would be content those Spider Man's coming out, and I'll go see it in the theater. But if that was like when they decided to just say, you know what, we're kind of done with this, I would say. That was awesome. Yeah, I that was completely that, like I completely can I and I told kids and I I am I will admit though I didn't admit to my students today I uh, did cry at one point in the yeah. film. Aww. There are a few moments that a, definitely missed I the eye. He got missed. He got missed. Yeah. I had a tear run down my cheek yep. at one point. Jim said people film. were sobbing. Yeah, there were yeah, there were people sobbing. audibly sobbing in my theater. I I did I it was like one of those weird things where I I didn't know what was like I was. It was like an emotional at points, but I had a tear run down single my tear, cheek. One single one tear, one single tear. One single yeah. tear down I will cheek. say that like, I am sort of done with the whole comic book movie genre at this point. Like, I, I, I don't know what else is it, there is I, to tell. I'm very, uh, let me put it this way. Uh, this Spider-Man is coming out in July, and I'll see it because I find those enjoyable. But I, if they start to turn bad... I know there's like this batch of these like ridiculous 22 movies that some were obviously better than others. Yeah. But I could sit down someday and say these 22 movies and you can watch it and you get a payoff from the first one to the last right. one. And that's pretty ridiculous in film. Yeah, I, I would love to that. just go personal with what comes next, like. Smaller, smaller stories about well, individual I like characters. I, I feel like that's they've said that they're not doing another Avengers movie. Yeah, that they don't have an interest in doing that. And that's not what the next phase is. Yeah, this more, guy, more things Fady like Logan. Brilliant. More things like Logan, I think, would be amazing. I think I, I'm really intrigued to see what they do with Spider-Man now without yeah. spoiling anything like what the next thing is. All yeah. right. So that is instant reaction. Um Disney Plus is coming out. Uh, just as a quick aside here, something to talk about, just because we've talked about streaming services. Uh, it broke while we were on break. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be coming out in November, and it's only going to be $7 a month. They are completely going Carnegie Rockefeller on Netflix ass yeah. and undercutting them big time. Uh, or you can just play a fat, uh, a flat, excuse me, $70 a year. Uh, it's going to have 400 movies, 7,500 TV shows, 25 new original shows, including The Mandalorian. Which apparently um, looks amazing. It's supposed to be amazing. It's going to have three Marvel shows. It's going to have um, all the Star Wars. It's going to have an app for Star Wars, everything. Plus, they're going to do a new deal where you can roll in ESPN Plus and Hulu Plus uh, as a bundle. 
Which we I already have. I've been Hulu excited Plus. by. Yeah, and I think they can roll that in. So you're going to by be able the to, way, like, roll that into Hulu Plus has solved the local sports issue. Yes. So and I, that's why I think it's going to be. Yeah, it's I very think cool. It's going to turn into something pretty cool. And the ESPN Plus thing solves a lot of the sports issues that people have with yep. cutting the cord as well. I am excited for this and i'm i've been an advocate of there being too much streaming stuff i just think disney owns so much now that it's like a must-have yeah it, it's 70 dollars a year to just play that like right out of the shoot like that's not that much for what they're gonna have no i i i think it's a reasonable cost and i think depending on what the bundle price is with the hulu i think they're they're really onto something there because I think that's really what you want to do is you want to start grouping this so that you can be the, if someone needed to make a choice on what they could spend $10 a month on and they had to choose between Netflix, Hulu or Disney Plus which offers the most content. The issue I think they're going to have is that if they don't hit a home run with um exclusive exclusive original content, they're going to lose out to Netflix because Netflix continually continually has home runs not just in like the sci-fi genre but in comedy in um drama they they were just oh. and Amazon now too and they Amazon well Amazon too. to a lesser extent I don't they think they don't it, have as much but they're the, but they're and the quality is not as good no it's not here's the thing I think that Disney has going in their corner if you love Marvel if you love Star Wars you know, so from a like a parent pop culture person, if you love they're going to do all the Disney vault movies, you know, that you usually mm -hmm. have to buy. They're all going to be there. Du all the cartoons we watched as kids are going to be on there. DuckTales, Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, all those gummy bears? that you can't. It's like all. Yep. Gummy Bears. Wait, are they Disney? All, is that for real? Yes. Gummy Bears is Holy Disney. Holy shit. We're getting Disney Plus. <laughs> But it's gummy all bear. those stuff. It, they gummy have bouncing here yes. and there and everywhere. I, everywhere. I fully remember. I didn't know that you compare. felt that strongly about it. They are the gummy bears. bears. I am very impressed. I watched gummy, gummy bears through high school. I watched in the it morning. in college. Because of your siblings? No. Hell no. Me and Kate would wake up in the morning and go watch that before school. Dude, we, I used to go Fact over. Or right after Did show. you ever? No, no. That was on. I used to watch gummy bears before I go to dinner in college. Yeah. It was on. It's a damn Gummy good Bears show. And Care Bears I, was I was a big fan of Gummy Bears. Was it, was, I did, is there grumpy? That's not his name, but he's didn't there. Like a, something. He was very grumpy. Yeah. yeah, he was very gruff. How about that? Um, so we're excited about that. All right, we're running long, uh, my friends. We are. We're going to shoot through this quick. Sign the Apocalypse Grows near here. Uh, a Nebraska-based photo editing service called Fake a Vacation lets users send in snapshots to have them superimposed over fake backgrounds. Options include a sandy beach in Maui, the running water of Niagara Falls, even the Grand Canyon. Customers order their photos um, so that they can post them on social media. How pathetic is that? Hey, it's a free market, so whatever, but yeah. It's, it's, I said to Jim this week, um, being with my kids for spring break, I just find myself increasingly aware like looking through their eyes at how many humans they watch who are out in the world, not interacting with the world, just interacting with a screen in front of them. I'm like, I don't know how much we can do. Like, how do we fight that? Like that they're seeing that 
people are choosing that little screen over the entire world around them. Yeah. And, and the, like the people right next faking, to them. Could you imagine faking like you and Jim take a picture? So this company would have you guys stand anywhere. We should do this, by the way. It's picture. 19 bucks. Let's go somewhere. And then so it's like the Total Recall. China. <laughs> we're like, we're on the Great Wall of China. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, it's sad. It's, it's sad. All right, let's move on. Let's not right. spend any more time on awful No, people. I just think that. All right, five questions. Here we go quickly. Uh, Jim is answering this week. Oh, shit. Uh, Good. You did, probably didn't time. even look, did you, Jim? No, we did. I did. We I did. did. We yeah. did. All right, here we go. Five questions for Jim to round out the show. Thumbs or thumbs up or thumbs down. Goonies sequel. Thumbs down. I don't want to say it. Thankfully, they have not made it, uh, though there's been talk. All right. Uh, question number two. Better Jonathan K. Quinn character, Ooh. Data, or Short Round this in is Temple super tough of Doom? Because I think Short Round is an amazing character. Uh, I have to go Short Round uh, because I think that was his, his original... Yes, he played that role first. Yeah, and it's so good. I think Data's also an amazing character, but for different reasons. I love the idea of him being obsessed with James Bond and trying to invent all these uh, crazy gadgets. And who was his father? It was the guy from the... From, uh, uh, Kira Sedgwick's show. Yeah, Closer. the closer. <laughs> he, um, and he looks exactly the same, that guy. Michael um, Paul... Chan. Chan. He aged huh? very well. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, all short right. round. Short round. All right. Question three. Fill in the blank. The adjective that best describes what a Friday night in Scranton was like. <laughs> I would say hazy. Oh, that's How? a good. Oh, that's a good, good one. Yeah, it was. It was. That is good a word. very good. I one. had a lot of migraines on Fridays in at Scranton. And see, I don't remember you really ever having migraines. I would usually. Yeah, that that's not true. It's but. interesting. So that I feel like that reframes things because I feel like you used to take a lot of naps. Yeah. But were they like headache naps? Yes. Or just nap naps? No, headache naps would happen like late, late afternoon yeah. prior to going out. Yeah. Mm. Well, that makes sense now. We didn't mm -hmm. know. Uh, question number four. Favorite Corey Feldman film? Without a doubt, Stand By Me. Not Licensed to Drive. Not Licensed to Drive. Stand okay. By Me is an amazing movie. But it's a legitimate movie. Yeah. And he's Stan, he's incredible. Dream a little dream. He's no dream a little dream. No, he's really good in Stand By Me, too. He was a good actor. He's, he's great in The good, Goonies. Like, he's, no, great. he's good in everything until, unfortunately, something was done to him and his life yeah. fell apart. All right, our deep thoughts question of the week. If you had to go on a treasure hunt and find any type of treasure... I, what treasure would it be? I question your use of the word treasure. Yeah, rich, rich, stuff. rich stuff, please. Rich yeah, stuff, if I, if I had to find rich stuff, stuff, you're right. That I would love fault, I to find a a vault of vintage guitars and amplifiers. That's good, Katie. You answer. Let's all answer this. What would you want to find? Oh, this is hard for me, Brian. I have a really hard time with this. The like the fun part of me is like. Candy, joy, like go candy. go for the joy. Candy. Joy, pick joy. joy. I would like all the sweets, like a Charlie, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory experience. <laughs> I but mean, then, let's uh, be honest though. If we just like just took a thousand dollars out of the bank, we could do that. I, I know, right? So then, like, yeah, right. So then the practical part of me is like, I want the freaking money. Like, I want gold. I want to pay off all the stuff. I want to uh, like do the yeah. I'm sorry. Wait, your joy is only in chocolate. Like, there's nothing like material non-consumable mm. that you would. 
So like anything I that so like if I said like like, it, like books, Scrooge McDuck well, like that, yeah but that's yes, the li- I was going to say library. I would, like that exists no, like no, no like, like first not. edition yeah but I, no I don't know I, I envision Katie jumping into a pile of sugar like Scrooge McDuck yeah. did in Ducktales okay and just, yeah like so I want like an I ice would want to find the candy. the Library of Alexandria. The one that was burned so you yeah. could find because I have all weird thoughts that like there was this whole period in world history where there's all sorts of stuff that people knew and we're now yeah, just revisiting I'm it, sure that we mm. lost all of it. Mm. The, uh, dark age, the dark cool. ages were a shitty time. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> it's a different. I love podcast. that Brian's conspiracy theory starts. To, you've been listening to Alex Jones. Oh, don't no, do that. I'm don't do that. Don't no. I know. Though so there are, I should say man. this. There there are only three groups that really scare me in this world. Alex the Jones. Illuminati. InfoWars forum people. The, no, no, because they're not I'm not I don't feel they have enough power. Uh, uh the Illuminati, Disney, and Amazon. We should be quiet. Jer- I think Jerry's probably an InfoWars forum uh member. No, that. Jerry don't does not like Jerry. Jerry does not like InfoWars. <laughs> I'm not sure anybody actually likes. Well, no, that's not true. Apparently, do there's enough same person likes recommendations. If you have Netflix, if you are currently paying for that, there are a few things that you should go watch. I highly recommend the Umbrella Academy. I caught bits and pieces of that. It's it's pretty good, and I'm sure Katie has. When something did you watch she, that? Here, um, here and there. Oh. Well, you were traveling. You were traveling for business. Were you watching it on your business travels? Yes, here and there. Uh, In South Carolina, in hotel pants. By the way, Katie. (laughs) Katie, I love those pants. It looks like something I've allowed. Amy, Amy O'Rourke, Lula Rowe, right here. A little recommendation. Leahy. Leahy, sorry, Amy Leahy O'Rourke. Oh, the Danny dress. Jim would recommend the Danny dress for all of the ladies. Oh, yeah, it's very nice. I'll share a picture of Katie in her outfit, which is just a gray outfit. Mm -hmm. No, I like it. My dad is a. It's the way to do a gray outfit. Yeah, my dad. My dad's big on the outfit, which is mostly sweatpants material. Yeah. Oh, but. Um, So my recommendation is Brene Brown's Call to Courage on Netflix right now. She is the only person to have a talk recorded for netflix and every human should watch it That's yeah it's basically you can i guess you would say it's a one woman show it's more of a lecture but it's it's pretty incredible yep it's incredible. mark Mar- mark maron said basically she's going to save humanity and yep. i echo that notion she's been on both uh w2f with mark maron you can check out that episode just came out this week and a few months ago she was on dax shepherd and they're both incredible interviews and then watch her TED Talk. Yep. I think it's the most watched TED Talk of all time. It's one of the top five. Yeah. If you don't know who Brene Brown is, you need to like stop right now and just go, just start going down the rabbit hole. Yep. Because once well, you read or and have an open mind. one this, thing and then move on, and then yeah. go well, to Brene Brown. Yeah. We're at the end. If we, now. if we are introducing people to Brene Brown through comm majors, I will be, my, I'll be my, happy. my life, my life yeah. is complete. That's Done. it. All right. That's Excellent. it. Go find her. Anything else? Um, Recommendation wise, favorite okay. Easter candy for oh, everybody? Oh no, that's Peeps. disgusting. <laughs> oh god. You goddamn, uh, you know what my favorite Easter candy is. I know is. what it is. You don't I have know. them in here. I'm going to yeah. eat my peeps. I am. Uh, Matt Betley sent me his new book, Rules of War. Uh, Fantastic. And I have a copy uh, for you guys to read as well. Dude, oh, that's exciting. I have an advanced copy of it. That doesn't sound like anything that I'm going to enjoy. But... 
Well, it's it's actually pretty quite good. It's stuff blowing up and people being shot at. It's pretty exciting. And okay. it's in Venezuela, mm-hmm. which I knew nothing about, which I find very interesting. I like when I read about stuff. Almost all the thriller books was, I read are set in like Russia or... Was Carlos like Ruiz you, from Venezuela? I think that's all I know Panama. about Venezuela. Panama. That's right. I didn't know much about it either, other than the fact that it's in complete socialist decay yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's very good, though. So I thank him, and it's been fantastic. Uh, next week... Varsity Blues. Ooh, that's a good one. I know. And uh, that, I will not be coming on in a whipped cream bikini. Tweeter drank beers. I will eat my peeps at you. Tweet, tweeter drinks beers. Tweeter drinks. I am very excited because I love Varsity really? Blues, and I can't remember the last time I saw it. Last time I saw so it was I at am, Scranton. My favorite. Yeah, I am James wildly. Well, it's oh, yeah. very limited. Yeah. Mm-hmm choices uh i am thrilled to watch this movie Wait, wasn't again. he cock blocker in uh jay and silent bob mm. Ooh, he might have been he was one actually he no he played he played jay in the jay and silent bob movie i think mark hamill was cock blocker <laughs> he might have been yeah um i i received that movie from the library today i had it so i'm very excited for that and i'm gonna finish my rules of war book which has been amazing and uh, we will be back next week for Varsity Blues, some Star Trek, uh, no, excuse me, Star Wars talk, yep. uh, Rise of Skywalker, and uh, lots of other fun stuff. Brian, we should make some predictions about Star Wars. We will. We'll do that. We cool. can, that would be good. We'll we'll add that to the list of things to do. Katie will have more peeps. Bourbon Bunny was there's in the background of this episode, if right you now. saw it. Oh, yeah, there's Bourbon Bunny right there. Bourbon Bunny is back there. Uh, If you're watching, you can see Bourbon Bunny. Uh, BB-8 also making it. I met Mm -hmm. BB-8. I met Chewbacca at Star Wars, uh, uh, Disney World. I was very excited to do that. We met Chewbacca. Jack and I uh, met Chewbacca the Wookiee. This is Hollywood Studios. This is Chewbacca Sobchak. Oh, I love that. He looks like... There is, and this uh, this is the spoiler I'll give you, Frank. There is a great Ooh. Big Lebowski reference. There's more than one. Like he, I know fun. it's multiple, yeah, but I, I appreciate the Big Lebowski reference yeah. in that film. It I was appreciate amazing. that our daughter chose to make that at Build-A-Bear. <laughs> yes, that's that what she made choice at Build-A-Bear. Build-A-Bear. Yes, that was, was a chewy. great choice. Uh, so next week, Varsity Blues. Start watching now. Oh, I'm excited uh, about that. I like that movie. If you, you start watch. now, you'll be done in an hour and a half, I think. It's one of my favorites. So there's sports. that. To uh, at, at least. Yeah. As long as, if, if you don't watch the TV version, you'll yeah. be fine. Mm-hmm. All right, goodbye, guys. Adios. I really have to go to the bathroom.